It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. where we put you on the map. This is Ron Costa broadcasting live from the Mappable USA studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. And folks, today we have a really good reggae story for you. So you definitely want to sit around and wait for that. But before we get into that, let's introduce Vicki Hutchmala from the World Token Market. Vicki, how are you today? I'm fabulous, Ron. I'm so excited. Well, you know, in Vegas, it's always hot and beautiful and sunny, but... Today it looks it's all black and cloudy and windy, so we're a little not in our element. However, we are definitely in our element on this podcast. We have an excellent guest, and we're going to talk about what we like, reggae and crowdfunding. I think to get started. Sounds great. Well, let's introduce them now. Uh, folks, we've got Riggs Eckleberry. He's the CEO of Origin Clear and the co-creator of Water on Demand. Riggs, how's it going over there for you? Guys, it's a pleasure being on board. I'm uh, over on the East Coast, and, uh, you know, I, I love that, that the West Coast is being, being hit with a lot of rain because you sure need it. <laughs> we do. We, we do. do. That's true. And if you, you and folks, if you're out there listening, don't believe it, Google, Google Lake Mead, and you'll see what uh, Riggs is talking about. We need water really badly here in Vegas, but uh, <laughs> you don't need it in Florida, right? That's for sure where you are, right, uh, Riggs? We're in good shape. We're in really good shape. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and kind of like to segue into what's, what we're talking about today, you know, water uh, is something that uh, you know pretty well in terms of the business as well, right? Well, yes, it's an interesting story because um, I came out of high tech, um, spent, you know, the 80s and 90s um, in, in the high tech space and, um, and in the early 2000s. Um, when I finally had the opportunity to become a CEO of a public company, uh, the fund that, that recruited me said, listen, we're not doing tech anymore. We're doing green. And so we started a company that actually was designed. Our mission was to, to uh, turn algae into biofuel. And um, that was an amazing experience, except that, of course, fracking brought the, uh, the price of crude way down to where it was no longer competitive and we we uh, we switched over into water and that was a fascinating experience to to jump into water 
Uh, about about uh, nine, ten years ago, we uh, we made the switch, and uh, it's been a learning experience for sure. Is well, that how yeah, the company Origin Care was developed? So what happened then is it was it was called originally Origin Oil because you know algae was the original oil, right? But then when we switched into water, we we uh, we became Origin Clear, and uh, that's the current company. Um, and you know, it, it it was obviously a different gig, um, and you know the 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 evolution of the company has really been more and more towards how do we make a difference in water for the world? Because you know, there's a lot of problems in water, but there's also a lot of complacency. Like, well, things are fine. You know, I I open the faucet, water comes out. I flush the toilet, water goes away, and people think it's important, but they don't have, the truth is they don't have any action item. Like, what do I do about the state of water? Well, um, we've, we've made it possible for people to have a, to play a part. Well, and it's so important, you know, it's a thing that you is required for living, for life, for everyday existence, but people take it for granted. And as you say, it you know, it you flush the toilet with it, it comes out of the faucet, you water your bushes, and, and it's always there. You don't even think about it. But there's places in the world where it's scarce and, and it's being wasted, and, and it's a commodity that's very valuable. And that's what Origin Clear appears to be trying to do is save the – uh, water and make it work better for us. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. Um, so the, really the thing is, is that we have a, a problem um, with water infrastructure in that it's badly underfunded and has been since 1961. And so here we are um, with a tremendous debt um, and uh, in fact, it's a trillion-dollar cumulative debt. Well, what are we going to do about it? Obviously, nobody's going to be writing checks for a trillion dollars if they haven't done it already. So what's next? Well, we unburden the system and let businesses start to do the water treatment because they are the ones who – they are the ones burdening the system. Ninety percent of all water treatment uh, demand – is by industry and agriculture. And so we move into um, letting them take over their own water treatment, privatizing it in a way, and that is the solution. And, you know, here in Vegas, we, Ron and I are in Vegas, and a lot of the casino properties, because they require so much water, have their own on-site water facilities for their water as opposed to using uh, the, the city water, you know, the, the general population water. And that has put an ease on the water consumption for everyone else because they're using their own water. And, and that has well, made a exactly difference, right. but, it's not, but it's a drop in the bucket. You know, if, if one or five or ten industries do it, well, that doesn't do anything for everybody else around them. So you have to have a new solution. Right. And what you have to do is move from the, the you know, a big operation like a casino. They've got the budget and the, the expertise to do their own water treatment. But what about small and medium businesses? What about a brewery, 
I know what about everyday businesses? They don't have capital and don't have expertise. And also, how do you fit a water treatment system into a very small space? We solved those right. three problems. Oh, wow. So what did you do? Well, we created, uh, first of all, in 2018, we launched a company called Modular Water Systems, which uh, downsized the uh, large uh, metropolitan water systems down into, you know, a size for, you know, a 300-square-foot uh, space, perhaps in a, in a brewery, whatever. And that was essential to make it happen. Uh, Modular Water is now just rocking. They doubled their, their business from 21 to 22. So they're on a tear. Uh, but we, there was still a problem because uh, there was still a funding problem. And so many of these um, customers, they would do something about it, but they don't necessarily have, you know, a million dollars for a water system. So in 2020, we started solving that problem, and eventually we created something called Water on Demand, which is a, a way for businesses to simply sign on the dotted line and get um, – a, a water system without paying for it up front and just pay by, you pay on the meter like they're used to, right? They've, they've, always paid, they've always paid on the meter with the municipality. Well, now they can pay us on the meter and our investors pay for the equipment and then we retain a local water company to do the operation and maintenance. I mean, I'm not going to fly out to Vegas to take care of a um, of a let's say a brewery in Vegas, but I will retain a company in Vegas to do the on-site uh, maintenance. And so now you have a fully managed situation. And what's great is now we have investors who are benefiting from um, almost like an oil well from, from this, this asset generating revenue and they get a royalty. And that's really the new, what we call it the new investable asset, water on demand. Oh, very okay. interesting. So is this for commercial use or for residential use or, or who can use it? Right. It's, it's uh, industrial and agricultural. We don't operate in the, in the single-family home space only because it's highly commoditized. It's very um, – it's, it's a different space, right? So we work, we work with the 90%, not the 10%. So if 90% of all the businesses is industrial and agricultural – then that's the space we're in um, because that's going to make the biggest difference uh, long-term. Our goal here is to unburden the city services enough so that they can start um, serving the people better as opposed to being overwhelmed by the industries that, you know, are generating toxic water. And so we take that problem off. And so, yes, it is commercial. Um, it is not the gigantic $20 million systems. It's typically half a million to $2 million systems. Um, and, of course, affordable on a paper-gallon basis. That's how it's done. Um, it's very exciting. And, and, in fact, we launched the company Water on Demand, um, and now we're actually crowdfunding for it, which is even more exciting. Excellent. That is. Yeah, I, I love this. So let's take an example that you just mentioned before, uh, Rick. So, you know, let's say a brewery now. Uh, a brewery wants to get involved in this, and they decide that this, uh, you know, order on demand, this origin clear is for them. So what happens in terms of installation? Do they have to do anything? Do you just send the guys over and they install all the, uh, the product? It's fully outsourced. In other words, 
um, the, 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 the customer simply signs. Um, you know, obviously there's a bunch of consulting going on to determine, you know, the size of the system, what, it will, what kind of water will handle, what sort of technology is used, all that's taken care of. Um, and then a, a contract is generated. And from that point on, we take care of everything. Um, we build the system, uh, modular water systems builds the, uh, the modular um, machine, which is um, uh, designed so it can be trucked in on a, on a, on a semi. So we'll need to, uh, to create foundations or whatever, just to just drop it on a pad and it's, mm-hmm. it's ready to go. Um, and then um, we have the local water company uh, help with the installation and of course the ongoing maintenance. Right. Okay, good. So then they they get charged, like you said, on a meter basis, very similar to the way that you might look at your electric bill then, right? It's the same type of idea? Right. I mean, everybody's accustomed to paying, you know, by volume, be it electricity, be it water, um, you know, so it's just the same thing. Um, so it's, it's not a, a foreign concept. What's new is that this is being done privately. Um, and you know, right. when, you, when you take something that's been a government monopoly for so long and you break it up, you get a tremendous um, expansion. Look what happened when AT&T broke up and it turned into MCI, the Baby Bells, even the internet, all because it became a free market as opposed to a controlled monopoly. And similar thing is happening right now in water where water is becoming uh, privatized um, for industry, therefore freeing it up to, to be properly um, serviced people, which I feel very strongly about, Ron, because, um, you know, in Ireland, water is free. And there's no reason why it shouldn't be free here. We pay our taxes. Why should the water be Because businesses are hogging the resources. And the, the fact is, is the businesses are, 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 are happy to do their own water treatment because it's less hassle. They can recycle that, that where they save money and it's a more predictable contract. So they like it. We make it happen by taking the capital problem away. And now the city wins by having less treatment to do. And now they can focus on people and we don't get these horrible problems like Flint, Michigan, you know, Jackson, Mississippi, all these places where there's been problems. Those problems start going away because the cities can, can once again serve the people. Well, anytime you get the government out of the equation, it's a good thing, it seems. So that is, that's another example of that. Uh, okay, so now, now they, they do this. Is there any long-term contracts these guys sign, or, or how does that work? Yes. So it's a 10- or 15-year contract uh, for performance. The water has to be treated to a certain um, standard. And, um, and they pay, and of course, then we pay the residuals to the investors. So we've been successfully um, raising money for this uh, for, you know, ever since late 20, 2021. But over a year, we've been raising money and, and getting capital together. Um, and, um, but that's been with accredited investors, right? So accredited right. investors, as you know, that's the 1%. That's the people who make at least $200,000 or with their spouse, 300000 or um, excluding their primary uh, residence, they have a million dollars in net worth, those people can invest. But that leaves out a lot of people. And so for a long time, we wanted to, um, to do the, the Re- Regulation A crowdfunding, as I call it. Um, and 
we've done it once before um, as Origin Clear, and now we're doing it as Water Demand. And this is going to bring a continue, excuse me, a continuing flow of money into Water Demand to fund these water systems and create this amazing resource. Right, right. Okay. Well, that's a that's part two of the podcast. Now let's talk about the crowdfunding aspect of this. So you you knew about Regulation A, uh, you said. So uh, how did you find out about that, and, and what 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 made it uh, attractive to you? Well, you know, uh, 2013 there was something called the Jobs Act that was passed, and uh, that was a big change. Um, and at the time, I saw it happen. I was like, wow, this is exciting. And it, uh, I don't know if you know, but the Jobs Act is uh, created Regulation A, um, which is the crowdfunding um, act, but it also liberalized uh, marketing to accredited investors. And so for years ever since, we've used the, regu- the, uh, the accredited side of the marketing because now we were able uh, to market openly. You know, it used to be back in the day, it was only friends and family. Well, that, that was right. terrible. You know, like, and, and, if, and if I started talking to Ron Costa, I'd go, okay, Ron, you're let, let, your friend, right? You're a friend, wink, wink. No, this is that's <laughs> so, so what happened? <laughs> right. So um, making friends really fast. So uh, <laughs> we started using the, the, um, the Jobs Act for our regular accredited uh, uh, rounds very quickly. Um, then in 2020, we decided to dip our toes into Regulation A as Origin Clear. And um, overall, I liked the experience. There were things, a few things that, that we could have done better. Um, but uh, when we came back to it this year, um, there's been a real change in, in, in Reg A where um, you can literally get a company funded exclusively with Regulation A with crowdfunding and get it all the way to the NASDAQ as, um, as a great example, a company called Nightscope, Nightscope with a K, and they raised, I think, $110 million. I'm sorry? Oh, no, I just I said we love Nightscope. Yeah, we love well, Nightscope. Nightscope is it's an example of a company that exclusively raised crowdfunding money and is now in the NASDAQ. So um, that I looked at that. I was like, okay, this water on demand needs some serious capital. Um, yes, we, we, we can and will get institutional money. But early stage, let's get people of, you know, of every walk of life to invest at least $1,000 and enjoy the fruits of being an early investor in the company. And um, so we decided to go for it. And, uh, and literally yesterday, um, you know, we, uh, on the 9th of March, we were able to announce that the offering was up and running. Beautiful. Excellent. And these were non-accredited? Are these non-accredited investors or strictly accredited? No. So now, even though we were using the Jobs Act for accredited investors, now we are using the Jobs Act for the unaccredited, called Regulation A. And the the only limit there is um, that it it's, it has to be a maximum of 10% of a person's income for the year. So if they make $100,000 a year, they can't invest more than $10,000 a year. That's the rule. So that's the only limitation. Yeah, but it lets your okay. end user participate. 
Anybody the average Joe can now participate. And if you're a customer of a company, if you're if you're a beer drinker and you go to the brewery that's using and they can invest in it, and then you, the the uh, the beer drinker, the brewery that makes the beer, and you that create the water system, everybody works together, and it all works out great. Exactly. It's so it's a the joy it's a of circular. reggae. It is. It is. I personally, I like, I love reggae because it's more like a movement. You know, um, yes. I've always admired political campaigns that, that take in money, small amounts of money and lots of people, because it's more robust than taking large amounts of money from a few people. And you're also less um, beholden to those big investors, right? Exactly. So, exactly. so I, I like it a lot. So, so uh, Riggs, I'm assuming that you went with a Tier 2 Regulation A. Is that right? Tier 2 uh, Regulation A+. plus. So it's the $75 million mm-hmm. a year. Um, right. I'm not saying we'll get to $75 million, but that's, that's just what it is. Um, and yeah. that also um, it has enhanced reporting requirements, but it also is much more liberal in terms of what we can do. So um, we went all the way. Right. So And, th- and then you're – your offering had to have been qualified for the SEC. So uh, uh, tell us a little bit about how you, how you dealt with the SEC. Were they easy to deal with? Or I, I know there's probably lots of comments that went back and forth, right? <laughs> Not a one. Not a one. Oh, wow. wow. Excellent. Wow. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow. Score for you. Right on the box. Yeah. You, you so know, did you um, use – You must great lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Did you use somebody to help you through the process, Riggs? Did you use advisors, consultants that helped you go through the process, or did you you do it on your own with your own attorneys? So we have our own attorney, um, a firm called KBA in Salt Lake, Marty Tate, who's wonderful. Um, but in addition, we are on a platform uh, called Castle Placement, which, um, you know, they're, they're the broker-dealer. Somebody's got to be the broker-dealer that does all the regulatory stuff. And so they, ha- they handle that. They have the software. They, then a lot, they have the credit card facility and all that stuff, right? It's all, it's all taken care of. Uh, the, the, it has to be an escrow uh, firm, and so they take care of all those details. And that's, that's helpful. So um, now whether you go with, um, you know, uh, Manhattan Street Capital Republic, Castle, Start Engine, any one of these guys, I think it's good to be on a platform because a lot of details get taken care of. Right. Yes. And and plus, you know, you don't want to recreate the wheel. You want somebody to help you go through the process that's been there, done that, knows how to avoid the issues and problems that come up. That's that's the advantage of having advisors help you through the process. No question about it. So. Um, you know, and, and the other thing is the castle wanted to make it super simple. So it's just straight common, common stock in water on demand. Um, and should water on demand end up becoming a public company, all those shares, of course, are tradable as public shares. And, and that's kind of the, uh, the attraction of Regulation A. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Do, so do investors get actual uh, uh, certificates of their holdings? Yes, uh, of course. These days, they're held electronically by our transfer agent. Um, people don't. People can request paper certificates, but typically, they it's held electronically, and they have a dashboard, and 
and then they can transfer it to their broker and sell it and that buy and sell and whatever. So, but, you know, until water on demand is public, origin clear, the parent is public already, but now water on demand has the opportunity and we're not saying that it will, but has the opportunity to become a public company through this process. And, um, and then automatically the shares being held at the transfer agent um, will become tradable shares on whatever exchange uh, water demand might end up on. Oh, okay. very good. So how did Oregon Clear fare through the process? How are they doing? Because they've uh, been trading for a, a little while now, right? Right. Well, Oregon Clear, we did we did our reggae um, as already being a public company, and it was a good little project. Um, you know, um, I, the, the, uh, the offering was different. It was more of a dividend product that was not a stock product. Um, and frankly, I think it's better if people get a stock product because um, then they have the upside, you know, because people want, people like, okay, I'll make 8% or 10% on my money. Great. I'm happy I'm making 10%. But um, people really want to roll the dice and, and um, they get excited. And so you want to give them the upside. And that's why I think um, having common stock is smart. Yeah. Do you think the Origin Clear investors are? Are what? I'm sorry, you, you broke up. Yeah, Vicky. Oh, broke up oh, I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry. Do you think that the Origin Clear investors will also become uh, water on demand investors because they're already familiar with your company? Well. Origin Clear is the main shareholder of Water on Demand, so they automatically have a right. If you're an, if you're an Origin Clear shareholder, you benefit from Water on Demand's uh, outcome, no matter what. Now you can invest in Origin Clear as a stock on the market, just by uh, you know go to your brokerage firm and enter OCLN sticker ticker symbol, and you can invest there, or you can. Um, um, if you're a credit investor, you can invest in, in our a water, a water like an oil well um, offering, which you can find right there on originclear.com on the homepage. Or um, you can, uh, and, and that'll, that, those two avenues will get you in direct ownership of water on demand. But if you want directly own shares in water demand, then regulation A, crowdfunding, is the way to go. So there's options. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah, I, I think I think the timing of this podcast is really excellent because, uh, Riz, we just did a show. Our last show was how to use Reg A to go public on the OTC, and we kind of did that theoretically. And now here you are, you know, doing it for real. So it's an illustration of the uh, entire process, and, uh, and it's, it's great that you got to that point. But let's get back to a couple things before we close this out. One is you mentioned that you can raise seventy-five up to seventy-five million. That's every year. If I'm correct, right? Yes. Uh, the reggae, yes. every year you could do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so absolutely. When when you're looking at the offering documents on the portal or wherever they reside right now, for Origin Clear, let's say, or for, or for Water on Demand, uh, there's a certain valuation that each share is at, and right. And how do you how do you make that valuation? Well, because it's easy when the company's public, but it's harder when it's private. In this case, what we right. did was we, we modeled the business, the water on demand business, 
as basically as a fintech because that's what it is. It's, it's what on demand is a money play. And um, we worked out what the valuation would be. And that gave us the price per share, which for this regulation, a crowdfunding is $5 a share. You know, that, that is um, what we, we were able to, to, um, to price it at. Right. Okay. All right. And then what made you choose that one broker dealer versus all the other ones? Did, did you have a relationship with them to begin with? We were recommended to, uh, to be with them. Um, and, you know, I, as I say, they, we, we've, we've been, we've had a good experience with them. They're good people. Um, there's, uh, you know, the king of the, of the hill, of course, is Start Engine, um, because they have their, their own, shall we say, investor club. Um, but, yeah. you know, we're very happy with, with Castle Placement, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. Uh, okay, and then my last question, which I guess could lead to an entire new podcast, is, okay, now you have your regulation, deal, uh, regulation A ready to go, and uh, the investors have to find out about it somehow, too, these guys that may not know you. So what are you doing to market this at this point, uh, besides being on awesome podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, we're doing a lot of Facebook uh, advertising. That's our primary channel. Um, people can find out about the offering uh, by going to oc.gold slash blue, oc.gold slash blue. Just put that in your browser and it'll come up. If you want to see the, the um, offering circular, it's oc.gold slash offering. Uh, all the details about that. Right. Okay. Well, we're going to link that all in the show notes for sure. Uh, but then you also do presentations, don't you? Don't you have some kind of like a, a CEO call or something like that? You mean a, a, a deck? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I think what you're, what, okay, first of all, every week I do a CEO briefing every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, and we talk about everything just like this. It's wide open once a week, and um, we have a lot of fun with it. And People can find out a lot more about Origin Clear, about Water on Demand. And also, on the 22nd of March, we're going to be in New York for World Water Day. And um, on the 23rd, we'll be interviewed at the New York Stock Exchange uh, studio um, to be discussing that. And all that stuff will get out, of course, in PR and uh, yes. on our website and so forth. So the important thing is yeah. sign up for the briefing. You'll be on our newsletter list. Um, if you can't make it at 8 p.m. on Thursday nights, uh, we circulate a replay, and um, it's really worth um, staying, staying um, subscribed to. Yeah, exactly. You know what? That is such a great technique to keep people informed. Uh, I, I guess the obvious question, why don't all CEOs do that? It's right, right? I mean, well, what are they thinking? This is like a great thing to do. How come nobody – how come not everyone does that? Crazy. Ron. <laughs> It is. Maybe because they're not so smart. <laughs> well, it is a devotion of time. You have to devote the time, right? Every week, we, yesterday we did our 201st uh, briefing, and you just have to put it, you know, you have to put in the, the dedication. What can I say? It is what it is, right? And uh, even if yeah. I'm on a ski trip, I do my briefing from the ski condo, and that's just how it is, right? Yeah, that's well, right. You know, well, I guess that's good. That's five o'clock uh, our time here in uh, in Vegas. So, who knows? Maybe mm -hmm. next time at a brewery at five o'clock, you know, a little beer and and, and your presentation. 
<laughs> using right. your using water on demand system. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tie it all in a bow. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love I can talk about everything about uh, you know the the water on demand and and where people can go to to get kind of more information on that. Is there any place that that people can go to maybe get a hold of you personally if they want to ask you a question or want to set something up? Well, I'll I'll, give, I'll tell you a secret. Um, I send uh -oh. out. Uh, there's a, there's a couple of ways people can talk to me. Number one is in the briefing. If they make uh, if they ask a question in the Zoom chat, I answer all questions that come up in the Zoom chat. That's number one. Number two, right. uh, when you receive my weekly newsletter, the email it comes from is my email. If you hit reply, it goes into my inbox. And so you have access to me. That email goes to 40,000 people, and every one of them has an opportunity to hit reply and say, say or ask me anything they want, and I, I'm delighted to uh, communicate with, with um, our, our fans. Yeah, yeah. So if I see you on the ski slopes on your phone, you may be actually responding to a, a, an email. <laughs> yeah, you know, because, uh, you know, voice to text on the ski slopes works great. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. So I, I think, I really, I think you made the case for, for water on demand for sure on the podcast. Uh, you know, Vicki, what, what do you think? Do you have any closing comments or questions? Oh, wow. You know, Water, as Rick said, is a viable and important. Now we lost Vicky again. Well, she's probably saying something. Oh, something okay, I'm back. Okay, I'm back. Mm -hmm. uh, All right. Let's let's do this correctly. Water, as Rick says, is an important commodity in the world, and we tend to take it for granted, but it's really a serious issue. And I would say kudos to you, Riggs, and to Origin Clear for recognizing that this is an issue, but also, more importantly, for finding a solution. And that solution gives everybody the opportunity to save water, recycle water, as well as invest in water, which allows them to invest in the future. What a score for you, Riggs. Fabulous. Congratulations. Well, you know, and, and I'm an investor myself, and these days I don't know what to invest in because every single asset out there has been stressed and messed with and inflated. We don't know, right? I mean, even exactly. gold. I have no idea. But water yeah. is just at the beginning of its run. And so now that water is becoming an investable asset, it's a whole new game, isn't it? Exactly. Yes, it sure is. It sure is. And, and you know, Riggs, uh, I hope um, maybe we can get you on the podcast again in the future as you continue to grow and come up with more news. It's nice to break the story of your, uh, your first day on, on, of, with, the, with, the, with the offering. So I'm happy to have you on. And yeah. thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate you being on the show. It was a pleasure. Yes, well, in fact, we, we took our first um, $8,000 investment today. The very first investor came in on the, on the crowdfunding, so it's a banner day for us. It's been such a pleasure oh, being wow. on the show, and I'd love to be, uh, to be invited back anytime and keep telling the story as we go. And, you know, next time we'll talk a and next time we'll talk just a little bit about philanthropic investors and how they help Origin Clear. I would love Sounds to good. because, as you know, 
You've got the the, uh, the water ambassadors, all that fun stuff. Well, let's make it a point. Absolutely. Great. Great. All right. Thanks again, Riggs, for being a guest on the show. Vicki, thanks for co-hosting this with me. And, folks, you're listening to the Mappable USA podcast at mappableusa.com. If you go to that website, you scroll down on the homepage a little bit, you'll see all our syndication sources. Just pick the one you like best and subscribe so you'll never miss another one of our episodes. If you want to be a guest on the show like Riggs was today, there's a guest tab there. Just fill that out. We'll see what we can do about getting you on the show. And if you like what you heard today, send us an email at info at mappableusa.com. Or just leave a message on whatever page you're listening to this on right now. So thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. We'll be at you next time with another Mapable USA podcast. Have a great week, everyone.